Welcome to Awakening with me, your host, Mulsa Virtue. Join me as we connect with the divine to bring forward the tools to help you manifest the life you desire. Each week, we will experience something different from the realm of angelic communication, dream interpretation, ancient mysteries, and mindful living. You will learn tools and techniques to further you along your journey. Thank you for joining me as I guide you between the inner intuitive worlds and outer worlds of manifestation. So let's get ready to illuminate your soul and connect with Source. Hi, welcome to Awakening with me, your host, Melissa Virtue. Today, episode three, we have Understanding Your Dream Messages, Basics of Dream Interpretation. Now, this is one of my favorite subject matters, is dream interpretation, dreaming, dream work, dream time. I have been studying dreams for over 20 years. I have been studying dreams from all different cultures with all different peoples. I've been interviewing people, doing dream research. Um, I have been writing books and compiling information. I have been discovering different dream symbols culturally, the basic dream symbols, the cultural dream symbols around the world, dream symbols of personal dream symbols. I've been researching, studying, and I continue to research and study because I feel like we're never finished. We're always growing, learning, discovering, exploring, and evolving. So I'm really excited to share this very basic of dream interpretation with you today in episode three. So thank you for joining me. I'm really excited. Those of you who may know me, I have written a few books and published a few books um, on dream interpretation. I also have an oracle deck, Angel Dreams Oracle cards, and that was created to help you understand your dreams. Okay, so you could use it as a dream interpretation tool as well as a daily guidance or guidance. And to me, that's what oracle cards are, is they're extensions of our own energy from the divine. Okay, so I'll discuss that in another episode, but let's talk about the dream basics. Um, my research has taken me so many different avenues from understanding and researching archetypal dream symbols to cultural dream symbols to basic dream symbols around the world that everybody holds as the same meaning personal dream symbols to meaning individual dreamer dream symbols. You as a dreamer are an individual and so we talk about your dream symbols. I have researched the phenomena, if you want to call it that, uh, known as frozen sleep or sleep paralysis. And that's something that I and a few other people have some strong theories about. And every person that I've interviewed and I've gone over with and my own experiences included have helped this theory 
become even stronger. So I have a solid theory with it, and I'll share that in some episodes. And if you want to write in and tell me about your stories and your dreams, I would love to hear them always. Okay, I can even help you with some dream guidance, which I'll get into that in a bit, explaining how I help guide dream interpretation for each dreamer, like yourself. Now, my research has also taken me to the ancients and the way that the ancients use dream interpretation and how they upheld dreams as sacred time. And this is where I really began, was when I was quite young, about four or five, I remembered my dreams, my nightly dreams. And I would wake up, and upon awakening, I would ask my mother what they meant, because I was so fascinated by them. They felt so real, and I knew there was really important information um, in them, but she she couldn't help me, right? And no one really could that I knew of at the time. And so that's really, I always kept that as a very sacred something to pay attention to. I knew it was sacred. A sacred time was to sleep and dream. Basically awaken and dream, right? And so as I became older, I began studying. And I know that I've talked about this background a little bit in episode one when I introduced myself and talked a little bit how I got into dream interpretation. So you can refer back to that if you'd like to to hear that. But I really started opening back up to that again out loud to friends when I was a professional dancer. And I began to find different tools and techniques and discover them and trying to understand my own dreams and help people with theirs. Okay because each dream is important no matter how small or profound it may seem to you it is very important each dream that we have and sometimes in a night we can have up to 20 short dreams um, and sometimes maybe only a few and they might be a little bit longer so it really just depends on where you are in your dream work, if you're a very advanced dreamer, um, if you're ready for the information, if the teacher, you know, if your dream guide being the teacher and your higher self and your um, messengers of light, if they think you're ready for it, then they will bring the information, right? The teacher arrives when the student is ready, that kind of thing. So I began to really expand and my research has taken me all over the place also with um, children's dreams and I've helped many clients and many children with their dreams and how to help with nightmares I've done a lot of nightmare work so to speak um, I use the term nightmare because it accurately describes how some people feel but I also break that down in there are different types of nightmares and and um, how we can basically stop those from happening okay especially with children and for ourselves as well but dreams are amazing they're wonderful sacred messages from the divine and so when I opened back up out loud to everybody about it when I was professionally dancing I began to really deep dive into the ancient ways 
of why the ancients upheld this because there were Asclepian temples in Greece and they're called Asclepian because of the god of dreams Asclepius and people would go to these Asclepian temples like we would a vacation now okay and they would go and some people would stay for a few days and some people for weeks depending on what they were trying to what information they were trying to glean from their dream time okay and they would sleep and dream and there were dream guides dream teachers that would help them by aromatherapy basically herbs they would you know burn incense and there are specific herbs that help us with nervines meaning relax our nervous system so we can sleep well and soundly and rejuvenate and when we're able to do that we're able to relax and dive deeper into our dream time you know really push that conscious mind out of the way so not only the subconscious can come up and arise but we can enter into that astral realm where dreams reside and so here these dream guides dream teachers if you will would help people glean the information they needed so for example if someone came in and said I'm having an issue and I need to understand you know why my health is the way it is you can learn that information in your dream time and so they would go into an altered state which is sleeping and they would dream and this type of dreaming is called incubation so incubation is when we focus on receiving a specific type of information if you want information about your soulmate if you want information about which choice to make if you want information about what someone feels about you if you want information about how you truly feel about a situation information of a past life information of a future time um, we can do that by incubating our our dream time and that's there's so many tools and techniques in order to do this okay but this is what these people would do they would go and they would rest and sleep and relax and meditate and dream and these guides and teachers would help them do so and they would have beautiful aromas the room would be filled with the temples had rooms and they would be filled with um, herbs surrounding them and some of the temples were outside under the stars it depended on what each person needed individually you know, the best way to help that specific type of dream arise help them have that specific dream in the astral realm so there were also these dream temples in many places around the world every culture has a type of dream temple I found it was fascinating to see this and to discover this the Asia's the in Africa is all around in Europe and the Americas um, the islands so many places right um, Malta is one of the major spots for dream temples and so some of those temples that we see are 
dreaming temples. Okay. Now, that's just a little bit of history. <laughs> and so there are books, ancient books, that were saved from the Library of Alexandria when it burned down in Egypt. Um, they saved these these ancient books, and it's an Egyptian book, and there are some other ones as well that are very ancient that have dream symbols in them and that have recorded dream interpretations and guidance and all of this in it from ancient times. And so it's fascinating. I love this because one of the reasons why I love it so much is because we've all been given this gift that we can all access in our nightly dreams each night and not only during the night but during the day you know when people say oh that person's so lazy they're daydreaming yay I say because it's awake dreaming that they're doing and when we awake dream or what some people call daydream we are dreaming while we're awake, but we're receiving information. We're in that zone. We're kind of, we've allowed our consciousness to go into the astral realm while we quote unquote zone out. Okay, so that just means we're not in this reality fully. We've allowed our consciousness to go into the astral realm and we're sitting here in the physical reality that we're in presently now. Everybody does this. And so now you know what it's called, awake dreaming. Again, a lot of people say daydreaming, and that's fine. They're interchangeable. I just like the term awake dreaming because it describes a little bit better, because some people sleep during the day, a little bit better what we're doing. Okay? And so many poets, doctors, scientists, physicists, biologists, artists, writers, creatives, have written works have discovered solutions. Mathematicians, I'm going to throw in there too, um, have discovered solutions and medical information very important for evolution by awake dreaming and their nightly dreams, the information that they glean. And in fact, many medical professionals as well as scientists will on purpose incubate their dreams to find the information they're looking for, the solutions they're looking for, the remedies they're looking for, the cures, as well as the mathematics behind something. Okay. Artists do this a lot too. And so it's, again, it's fascinating. So in a moment we are going to talk a little bit about the different types of dreams how I personally do a dream interpretation and a little bit about dream symbols. And then at the end of the show I'll answer a couple of questions. So again I just want to say thank you for joining me with those of you who just popped in. We're getting ready to talk a little bit about the basics of dream interpretation. So I teach dream interpretation online. I have an online course that I teach um, which you can find at thealchemistofdreams.com and I have been teaching this course and it has been evolving over the last 
14 years <laughs> and um, I do like I said it is offered online and I also teach it in person I hold workshops and teach this in person which I've done um, many places so the different types of dreams that I have learned about I learn more information each year and like I said I've been doing this over 20 years and I really love it I love learning more and more but there are always new things to learn because new things evolve right and the different types of dreams so far the basic ones are dress rehearsal dreams people say what is that well the dress rehearsal dreams help us make choices basically um, it's just like a performer they have a dress rehearsal before the real show just to see if the music works all the technical things work um, and so it's a dress rehearsal it's a going through the show to see if there are any little knots or any bumps that they need to work out before the performance and so this is what you get to do in the dream you get to take a path and see if you like choice A and if not then you choose choice B upon awakening so you have dress rehearsal dreams you have prophetic dreams which means dreams that come to pass there are past life dreams you don't have to believe in past lives to have them <laughs> but there are past life dreams and time is a tricky thing it's circular it's it's in a spiral really it's not linear okay so you know there's some advanced information about past life dreams but I won't get into that now we'll stick with the basics so past life dreaming there are mirror dreams which help you understand how you truly feel about a situation your true feelings and emotions because a lot of us can sweep that information we don't want to pay attention to it because then that means we have to make a different choice right and we might be afraid to go along a new path or afraid we'll lose friends and family or people we love if we make different choices so mirror dreams can be very important another type of dream as we've discussed earlier was daydreaming then we have nightmares okay and then there's of course sleep paralysis and um, different other types of dreams for children as well like night terrors that kind of goes under the umbrella of nightmares and that's something very different and so there's sleepwalking talking in your sleep not exactly a type of dream but it has to do with nighttime and dreams okay so then other types of dreams would be problem solving right then we have astral traveling now as I said earlier there are you are dreaming in the astral realm okay in that sacred space the astral traveling is a little bit different and um, that is of course something I discussed in my my course but astral travel dreams you know meeting with the high council we have of course dreams that are blended and you can have a dream that has a few of these aspects on a you know, mirror and astral travel and past life and so there are blended dreams but there are many more types of dreams those are just a few so it really does help sometimes to understand what these types of dreams mean meaning what they are and that can help you identify the type of dream you're having so you know what the message it gives you a layer of of the message of the dream okay it uncovers a layer so a dream is like an onion 
it's peeling away layers because dreams are multi multi-layered and that's something I really love is them being so multi-layered sometimes dreams are symbolic sometimes they are literal the sometimes that they're literal is rare okay most of the time they're symbolic and sometimes they're mixed with symbolism and literal meaning okay and you don't need to feel overwhelmed it's it's all wonderful and you'll start discovering what that means for yourself when you start doing dream work when you start diving into your nightly dreams and awake dreaming okay one of the types of dreams that the ancient peoples and modern people today are discovering, rediscovering, modern people rediscovering why it's so important. But the ancient peoples upheld this type of dreaming as most important, called lucid dreaming. And I do feel like it is most important, but I think all the other types of dreams are very important as well. It's just a notch above <laughs> lucid dreaming is a notch above the others only because we are aware while we are dreaming we are aware we are dreaming and that's important because that's where we began creating creating our reality we are aware in the astral realm and are able to begin consciously creating the reality that we desire consciously creating cures for illnesses, consciously creating plays and writing, um, coming up with solutions, mathematical equations, things like this. This is when we can start consciously manifesting. Okay, And so the ancients called it bringing heaven to earth. And that's where we get again the astral realm being called the rainbow bridge. When I help a dreamer such as yourself interpret your dream what I do is I guide you through it because you are your best dream interpreter nobody else you are you have all of the tools within you everything that you need within yourself always throughout your life for anything but especially for your dream time okay and you understand stand your personal symbolism better than anybody else. So I'm going to walk you through the steps briefly. So firstly, I will sit down with my client, whether it's on the phone or they email me. Sometimes, um, most of the time I receive emails from clients because some of their dreams, I mean, dreams are very sacred. And they can be, they're very personal, very, very personal. And so sometimes people are embarrassed or shy because of the subject matter. Trust me, there is no subject matter off limits. Dreams are amazing. I never think anything is um, absurd or ridiculous or you know anything to be laughed at. Okay, there are always reasons why we're dreaming what we are. And so, if I'm across from the person, or if I'm sending them an MP3 and they've emailed me, or if I'm talking to them on the phone, sometimes I'll ask them questions. Okay, and so what I do first is I listen to their dream from beginning to end. You never jump in the middle of something. You start it just like you would a book from beginning all the way to the end. I make notes and then I go back and I ask them if they've left anything out. I want them to note. So that means I want you to note what is your environment in your dream? Where are you? 
What are you wearing? What colors do you see? Who's with you? What are you doing? Are you speaking a different language? You know? And so if someone has forgotten in their dream, I say, well, was it night or day? What kind of water were you swimming in? Were you swimming? Or were you sinking? And sometimes people go, oh, wow, I didn't realize I needed to give that much detail. You don't have to, but if you remember all the detail, that's what you want to give. All the detail you can remember. And so I began by taking the symbols from beginning, again, starting from the very beginning symbol, and I go all the way through the dream, and I share the basic symbols of what it means. And then I say, now, Let's say someone dreamt about a red rose. I say, now, this is basic symbol of what it means around the world. This is what it means. And then I ask the dreamer, what does it mean to you? Because then we add that layer of meaning on top of the basic meaning. So it matters if the rose is wilted, if it's fresh, if it's still growing in the ground, if it's been cut in a bouquet, if it is deep red or light red, you know, if there are thorns on it or not thorns on it right so we can get very detailed here and so that's what I do basically I follow about eight steps sometimes ten I'll add in the moon phases you know were they dreaming were you dreaming in the new moon the full moon the waxing moon the waning moon were you dreaming during an equinox a solstice were you dreaming in the seasons: summer winter fall in your dream what season was it if you can remember all of that matters it's really wonderful and amazing and so then it can become a discussion with you the dreamer and we begin to unfold and peel away the meaning of your dream okay so sometimes it can be quite a lovely process and sometimes it can be a wonderful short process depending on you and how far you want to go with your dream and um, you know how you feel about it so some dreams are much easier and less complex and some are more complex and take more time to peel away those layers now before I get into symbolism I'm going to and answer your questions I'm going to talk just a moment about busting some myths one everybody dreams every night two not everybody dreams in black and white and not everybody dreams in color so I gave you the answer some people dream in black and white some people in color there are reasons for that Three, you don't dream about some crazy wild dream just because you ate pizza or cheese or some food, spicy food that night. Now, that doesn't mean spicy food can't affect your sleep pattern, because it can if you're not used to it. Or fried foods or sugary foods or caffeine. They can affect your sleep, but they don't affect your dreams. Except, with the exception of if you're not feeling well, and you're healing from something or you're taking medication or you know drugs or and that includes alcohol smoking things like that can affect your dream states and not just your sleep but your dream states and sometimes it goes off into the nightmare states sometimes you know skirting the edges of the nightmare states so there are all kinds of reasons for that I always offer my clients tools and techniques and I teach many tools and techniques which we will discuss about in further episodes tools and techniques to prepare for dream time tools and techniques for during dream time and those upon awakening okay to help you recall and remember your dreams now let's talk a few dream symbolism 
So how this works is there are many basic dream symbols, many, many, many. And then there are dream symbols that are very personal. And that is a complete lesson in its own, but we'll talk about water. Water basically represents emotion. Okay, so if the water's deep, deep emotion, if the water's vast, vast emotion like an ocean, if the water is very shallow, then nah, you're not invested emotionally in whatever it is you're dreaming about, right? Um, if you're standing with one foot in some water and one foot out, that means nah, you're half invested in emotion. I mean, that could be the meaning. It really depends if the water's muddy, if it's clear, if it's running forcefully, if it's trickling. All of these things tell you about emotion, what color it is. If you're sinking, swimming, if you're bathing in it, that's something completely different about emotion. So there's a basic dream symbol is water. <laughs> now, many people think that death is very scary in a dream, but it actually means huge transition, major life transition. It does very rarely mean literally death or dying. Okay, so it's major life transition. Since we have a few moments left in the show, I'm going to answer a question. So Sarah, thank you for writing in. I appreciate that. Her question is, she has read several different dream dictionaries. What do I think about them? And I'll say right now, dream dictionaries are only written for the author, the author of that dream dictionary, because each symbol is representative of the author's personal symbol. So I don't believe in dream dictionaries. They're not helpful. <laughs> They're fun to read, but not helpful. So you can create your own dream dictionary by learning about your dreams and your personal feelings of dream symbolism. In fact, I hope you'll join me next week for episode four, Understanding Your Dream Messages, How Dream Symbols Work. Thank you for joining me. Many blessings.